good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever it is that you're hearing my voice. Welcome to another episode of the Apple Tech Facts. I'm your host, Josh Linen. Joined as always with me, Mr. Brilliant himself, Seth Cruz. How you doing today, sir? Hey, man. Doing good. How are you doing? Well, not too shabby. Fresh off the weekend, having all of my kids around and, yep. and all three of my grandbabies. So it was quite fun, Fantastic. and I, they had a blast uh, being around each other all weekend. So that was nice. Good deal. Getting right into it, guys. You know that we don't like to waste a lot of your time. But, Seth, what's new with you, man? Yeah, so I took a Sawzall to my couch in my basement. We're kind of rearranging and getting rid of some things in preparation for getting new things down the road here. And just really this, this couch needed to go. So went and my wife was nice enough to go to the hardware store and get some metal blades. And then I chopped those up into three pieces that can be easily discarded. So that was actually kind of fun. Yeah, good thinking. So and what's new with you? Oh, I turned another <laughs> new, uh, another year older, uh, God willing, yep. and also yep. got a new desk for my birthday from the wife. It's a it's a nice, nice little basic desk, you know, but it is a little bit bigger and it's and it's sturdy. Whereas my other one was a cheap, unsturdy glass tabletop one that uh, had edges that were like bumped, like kind of sharp. That were kind of bumped, like it was like. Okay. Uh, arc or curved and so uh -huh. nothing sat on it correctly um at the edges okay okay but or flat yeah. they weren't flat edges i should say uh, sure. got an iphone 4 from my job so i'm gonna toy around with that sucker jailbreak it and you know play around with it and hopefully learn something in the process sure. so very cool all right guys for your quick news there's kind of a lot here which is a good thing so i'll start with Apple is now offering customers Apple Care Plus on repaired devices. A couple of caveats here is that the device does have to be less than a year old and it also needs to pass an inspection. So if you, cool. that's a very great thing, but at this point I kind of feel kind of like it's it's a nice thing to offer, but if you have to get your device repaired, then you're probably going to be more careful with it the next time around whereas uh, there must there must be some some uh, research that would say maybe a higher percentage are willing to buy a warranty and maybe it wouldn't be as long right maybe it would only be a year instead of two years or whatever yep but it'll be interesting to see what they do with that yeah yeah definitely yeah very good for their apple customers out there uh, next up i wonder if this goes along with the uh, the right to repair you know you're doing the if you if you a reason not to try and repair it yourself because if you take it in then you get the warranty right maybe they're going to offer something there we'll have to have to wait and see on that one huh josh yeah definitely i'm curious yeah. my own self on that because you know they will send you out all the tools to do the repairs yourself and we talked about it on i think last right. week's episode um yeah. or the one before but they'll send you all the tools that you need but not everybody's going to want to do that but again this is just a nice little feature to have that uh apple yep. i think honestly should just did it a long time ago sure uh, so anyway be interesting to see we'll, we'll have to yep. talk about that, that again as it progresses yep we'll see how things go and uh see if we can find somebody that's actually utilized it to see if they felt like it was worth it down the road so uh right. next up 
Snapchat and Facebook have been using a loophole to get around Apple's app tracking transparency features by just, just. by not defining what linking your information means. Yeah, and there and Apple actually warned people against trying to work around loop, you know, work around their definition and they could risk getting removed from the app store for doing so. I really find this interesting if you're saying, well, you didn't say what exactly that means, so we're just going to do it the way we think and and go ahead and remove Snapchat and Facebook from the app store. Let's see you do that. I think they're really trying to challenge Apple and I think it's a bad strategy as opposed to working with them. Yep, I agree but with that. When your entire business is around selling individual user information to advertisers. I mean, you got to you got to do something to stay in business. Yep. So, I really think that's going to be, you know, something that that there needs to be a balance. I get it. Like not being able to advertise at all, but you could advertise for an area, a geographic location that's maybe five miles, right? Without necessarily needing to know down to my exact location and me individually, right? Like you could, you could gather people in my area that are all thinking about Christmas lights or whatever, right? And, and advertise for those. So without knowing that that I want a particular size of bulb, right? Like, I, I just think you could do a lot there without knowing me individually. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what Apple and Facebook and Snapchat and lots of others, right? It's not just them, but lots of others are, are probably taking advantage of this. There's a whole coalition of people that uh, was started yeah. by Tile, Spotify, and Epic Games. That's called the App Fairness Coalition for App Fairness uh, is what the name of it okay. is, and their strategy is to basically lobby in Washington to get Apple's uh, Apple to change their strict App Store policies. And you know, this is something that again you, we were just talking about the whole uh, loophole with not being able to advertise is. Right. Trying to get them to loosen their loosen the reins a little bit so that there's a little bit more freedom within there and they're not so strict. But again, Apple's number one thing has always been app privacy or, or personal privacy. So we'll see right. how that goes. We'll keep you guys updated on that and see if they get any traction in Washington. Who knows? Who uh, knows? Apple's Apple Music is now available on Google Home devices, all Nest devices, home. Uh, devices in five additional countries. Also, Have you noticed that the Google TV shows information and lets you, I guess, check mark or set up for watching later Apple TV shows? So I think there was some kind of agreement to exchange information or do something that was in both of their benefits and one of the things was to allow apple music to play on a google home device google really needs more than just amazon music so this is big for them 
but Apple wants more viewership of their Apple TV stuff. So I think I think there's definitely something going on here where they're exchanging or allowing each other's services to be utilized. And this makes me a little bit, I guess, excited at the idea that maybe my Nest thermostat might eventually work on the home kit <laughs> yes it will but we'll see it and we've yeah. actually talked about yeah. that on uh i think it was at some point last season when it was announced but it's right. called, it's called matter it's it's called matter right. that's the thing and it's basically amazon google and apple have all came together all come together to basically create the standardization of yep. all of these devices so that uh, they can work across other platforms and it, right. you don't have to worry about, you know, information being leaked or, you know, stuff like that, but it's called matter and your Nest thermostat is coming. Uh, it's going to be, I really want to see, I think that's going to be one of those things that we, we start to see next year. Yeah. And we'll get into that in our deep dive later. If that's something that you want to add on our deep dive for our 2022 wish list. Sure. For Apple's devices and OS's. Next up, there is currently a severe flaw in the Java library that actually impacts iCloud, Amazon, Steam, Microsoft, Microsoft Minecraft. The flaw is in Java Apache Logs uh, library. It's a zero-day flaw that allows for devices to be taken over remotely, basically. So all these companies are out there right now, literally, as we speak, working to get this device uh flaw taken care of and patched um it affects pretty much everybody and if they can get access to their servers then they can get access to remote devices so uh your companies will probably send out i would imagine some kind of a memo on it i'm curious myself because we're scheduled to do updates tonight for our uh for my company so i will be going in early tomorrow morning because there's some additional stuff that we have to do after the updates get rolled out and that is for over 200 stores or about 100 uh over 100 stores sorry that we have to deal with so sure i'll be working a 10 It'll hour a day. i'll be working a 10 hour day tomorrow basically next up and this and part of it might be for this huh it, it, it I mean, might it, be it certainly seems like it could be yeah i'm gonna yeah. reach out to the developers tomorrow just to see if they sure have included that in this patch even yep. though they have a deadline of things that get right. fixed you know by the time when the update rolls out so we'll see if not this one the next one yep which we do updates every month so i'm not worried about it too much and as always, or what seems to be a dime a dozen thing now when it comes to lawsuits against Apple, but Apple is being sued <laughs> by a company called Immervision for patent yeah. infringement on the wide-angle camera that is on the iPhone 12 lineup, the iPad, the 2021 iPad Pro, and the thir iPhone 13s. You know, the thing that stood out to me on this was that they actually had an agreement with Apple prior to the 12 camera coming out. And so if, if that's true, they might actually have a little more to stand on because it could be that Apple utilized the knowledge 
from these agreements or meetings or what information sharing, whatever it was, to their advantage when building their their cameras. But keep in mind, they really basically acquire or purchase the technology for their cameras. They they definitely design them, no question about that. But they they utilize off the shelf parts yep. in their cameras. But this is about software, really, I believe, about how it handles the image, if you will, in the software so that there's no distorted areas of the wide angle. And I've used wide angle like in my to take a, a picture of my wife's decorations in in our main living room area of the house. And it really does feel like a good picture it, it You can't get around when you do wide-angle lens that it's going to look a little distorted. But I think this one's going to be really interesting, right? There's so many, like you said, a dime a dozen. There's, there's tons of them out there. And this one is one to watch because it imp impacts the iPhone 12 and 13, right? Yep, the iPhone and the iPad Pro, so for 2021. And the iPad Pro. Yep. Okay. That'll be interesting to watch. Um, I think, you know, I agree with you. There is some, I think there's some traction there. Uh, on the lawsuit, so Apple's probably going to have to come up with uh, a nice little chunk of change. Hopefully, they don't deliver it to the company in truckloads of nickels like they did to Samsung years back. <laughs> Anywho, next up, Apple rolls out firmware updates for the AirPod third generations, the AirPod Pros, and the AirPod Maxes. The version number that you're going to want to look for is four. C165. Uh, to check that, go into your settings, your Bluetooth menu, and then click on the I next to the device name and look at the firmware number. If it is the if it is not for C165, then your device needs to be updated. And what I usually do to get my firmware update if it's not done automatically is I'll just unpair the device and I'll repair it and that'll be enough to uh, send out that request to force get the it. firmware to force it. Yeah. Yep. I did check. I'm up to date. Good news there. Yep. I did too right before we restarted to record. So <laughs> we'll see. There was also something I saw, Josh, where uh, if you take your AirPods in to an Apple store, they now have a device which they can plug your your AirPod case into and it will actually force a firmware update on the AirPods. There is no way that we can do that, but Apple has evidently released some kind of magic piece of hardware that will do it. So yeah, if you cool. really need it and it's not working, you can take it into an Apple store now. Yep. I'm curious to see what that, I wonder if that's a device that they keep up front or if they keep it in the back with all of their other repair <laughs> stuff. So next time I am right. in Omaha at the Apple store there, which it's been a, it's been a long time, so I'm due. Uh, maybe I'll make the trip there next year when I go to pick up there my MacBook Air. Who knows? But it'll be an experience, and I'll record it just because I'm a nerd like that. Yeah. All right, for our deep dive, guys, I alluded to it earlier. It's beginning to be the end of 2021, so 2022 is right around the corner. I wanted to go over what our 
2022 wish list looks like for not only Apple's hardware, but for the OS and or apps, uh, you know, native apps. So, uh, Seth, what do you got? Sure. Well, I definitely am interested now that I think 15.2 or something that's coming up here from being in a beta to an actual release is going to allow us to tell Siri to delete things. But I still, man, I, I really wish I could just say delete this song from this playlist while it's playing from a playlist and have it remove the song. You can't do that. You should be able to. So that's a wish list item for me. Yep. Um, another wish list item that I definitely, ah, the, the ability to, I just think the home app, home kit app needs either to be polished a little more or they need to rethink how that works. It's not that it's bad. I actually like the home app, but if you have, you know, more than just a handful of items, it doesn't seem like any app out there today presents the information well, right? And I get the little tiles or whatever, as opposed to maybe showing switches and bulbs and things like that. But since you're controlling a house, it just, it just feels like there could be more done to present that to you in a way that's more user-friendly. I don't know what that is. I'm not an app designer, but I feel like the home HomeKit app needs some work. I would agree with that. Um, I, I only have a couple of devices in there, meaning my TV in my family room and my HomePod mini. Yeah. And I can tell you that when I first started using the app, it took me a while to get used to just because sure. I, I agree with you. It's not user-friendly. and it Well, as an example, right, as an example, HomePods, now you mentioned that. Okay, and I don't know if my HomePod in the, in the living room is just getting old and senile, but its hearing doesn't seem to be as good as it was when it was younger. And... Sometimes we tell it to turn the kitchen lights off or do something and it doesn't respond. And there's just devices like that, like the, the, the doorbell or the HomePod or different things that are, are controllable entirely within there. It's not easy to diagnose problems or to force re resetting of the hardware, different things of that nature. It just feels like, okay, I have a surface level application and it just doesn't go any deeper. And and sometimes you need to really dig into the into the you know bowels of, of the system and have some more powerful uh, user controls. And I just feel like there's some of that's missing, but also just the design on the surface level seems a little out there. Like it, it's not easy to necessarily understand. There's a lot going on with HomeKit, so I hope whatever they do doesn't make it worse. Because <laughs> yeah, that has been known that's to happen. Oh, it has. You know. So anyway, so those are some things that I that I have been hoping for. Another thing, I'm going to just say it. I'm really wishing for 
Apple Glass. And I know we, we've talking about it, but man, if if you could get rid of the phone almost entirely and just put glasses on and maybe pair that with AirPods or something like that, it's get rid of your normal glasses if it could do, you know, corrective vision and things like that in it as well. I just think that would be great. And then I'm going to say on the Apple Watch, I really, really, really want them to include more than, than they're doing for temperature or anything else. I want, I want blood glucose. I, I, want to, I want to be able to monitor blood glucose specifically for my watch. So Apple Glass and on the watch, the blood glucose, I think those would be killer things that would, and I know they're not going to get there with Apple Glass on the first iteration, like it's going to be some helmet that you got to wear or something stupid, yep. but but they're, they'll be farther along than anybody else. And lastly, if I'm really shooting for the moon, I'm hoping for uh, the... Apple car. <laughs> I I just think that they have turned so much of the industry on its ear that it would be really interesting to see their vision for a mode of transportation. I mean, if you think about when people were still uh, horse and buggy and all of a sudden the gasoline or, or electric car came about, it was absolutely the horseless carriage. It was absolutely just unbelievably cool, right? And it changed everything. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you go to work somewhere, you know, all the way across town, it's no big deal. Imagine back in the day having to walk or ride your horse to work, right? So, anyway, I think this is this will be just really fun to see what they come up with. How about you, Josh? What do you got? Uh, first up, I'm going to start on the hardware side uh, with sure. the MacBook Air release, as that is the device of choice that I do want to get next year. I'm hoping for, yeah. uh, obviously it's going to be like the M2 chip, but I'm hoping that they bring the same ports that they released on the MacBook Pro 14-inch and 16-inch this year. I'm really hoping that they bring those ports over to the MacBook Air and also, I want to see that redesign with that 14-inch screen. To me, that is the optimum screen size for my preferences. Basically, that's what I prefer. I think it's sure. the perfect screen size, uh, in my opinion. You know, and I think that they, if they brought you know those things, then I would be okay with even paying you know an additional fifty dollars more than what I would. You know, if they were to just keep the price the same, because to me, that is a ton of value added into the device. Also, Apple's native apps for the OS, I've complained about it before, but the Reminders app already has native input, native language input. I want to see the same thing with the Calendars app as I am using a third party app for the calendar called Fantastical. I did recently switch back to that. And then also uh, the mail app. Uh, I would like to see some more more customization features, maybe uh, account 
uh, icons or some kind of feature where I could change the color of the mail app uh, like I can on AirMail. And there's a lot of customization features there that, you know, I would like to see. And those are kind of the two big things for me. You know, the notes app I think is amazing. You know, I think nope. the world is with me on this one with a better file management system within the files app. It it's came a long way since they released it, but it still it needs a lot of work. And it does. You know, now that you can work off of external hard drives with it is a big thing for content creators out there. Yeah. But also I think you know, those are my oh, the podcast app I complain about all the time. It's not user friendly. Plus Apple doesn't store all episodes of all podcasts, so you can't even get every single episode of our podcast on there. And it only goes back to <laughs> season that. two. So I think the first season is completely missing. Uh, from the library unless you search for it by the name maybe by the title which nobody's going to do Who's that gonna let's be honest that. nobody's going to do that so i may be looking yeah. at changing podcast app again at one time i did use a uh, podcast app called Castbox. it wasn't too bad it had a nice little search feature that was kind of the power uh the driver yeah. behind it being so powerful and such a great app plus you they have all episodes of all podcasts still so you can get the entire library so really you're so really it sounds like you want to read redesign of the podcast app yes please yeah kind of how you <laughs> feel absolutely how you feel about home kit is how i feel about the podcast app uh right. you know, for native so there's again that's our that's my wish list and you know i don't feel like you know i'm asking for much you know i feel like those are definitely doable and you know if we're right about anything or if we get anything that we wished for then yay for us have to review this about this time next year we'll have to review this and see how close we got you know i think that's a fantastic idea seth and i yeah again that's all i got for you know my wish list i don't ask it for much and don't really have anything else for you guys on uh, on this one. Seth, do you have anything else for us? No, man, I got nothing. Fair enough. Well, with that being said, guys, make sure that you go and follow us on Instagram at Apple Tech Facts Pod and Twitter Apple Tech Facts uh, for to engage, you know, with us and get into conversations that I have with some of these YouTubers, which is uh, usually fun on Twitter. That's what, pretty much where I'm Absolutely. most active at, but you can always get episode updates on Instagram plus our video uh, screen recordings of our how-tos. That's where you can find all of those at is on there. I'm going to work to getting more on there. Um, I've actually started a list of a uh, thing in my Apple Notes that uh, will start going down to a queue, uh, knocking them out. So, if you guys would please leave us a review in iTunes, and I promise you that we will forever be grateful. We appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen to us 30 minutes a week. Yeah, thanks for listening. And with that Absolutely. being said, that's the Apple Tech Facts. See you guys next time. <laughs>